0: Welcome to the Rabbit Hole Club, where we're keeping it surreal and talking about all things odd, mysterious, and paranormal. This is show 007. Tonight, I welcome back my sister from another Mr. Christine Blue for a third night. We're going to talk about some of our paranormal investigations at Show Me Ghost West, which includes the Ghost of Dwarf Road, incredible EVP conversations debunking a ufo and all kinds of other weird shit it's candid with plenty of colorful euphemisms and adult language so be advised before we dive in too deep remember to visit my patreon account and become a member so i can keep bringing you fun and freaky shows with colorful guests and amazing stories it's full of fun little goodies that'll make you go hmm patreon.com forward slash the If you want to follow me on social media, you can find all of that on my new website, therabbithole.club. Be sure to like and follow while you're there watching creepy and cool stuff. If you or someone you know would like to share a scare, personal experience, or anything else odd and unusual, you can call my hotline at 816-514-5084. Leave a message there or send an email to submit at therabbithole.club. I'll be happy to do an interview, play your message on the air, or read your experience to my listeners. And now, on to the show. There was another one that we did um, out at Plunkett's Field.
1: Plunkett's Field. That, we went out there because we had been asked by some friends of my son to come out and just check the place out um, for whatever we might find, whether it be ghostly or cryptid. Cryptid, or wild animal. UFOE. UFOE. Um, whatever. They weren't sure. They had had experiences with more something they were looking at more like a Momo type.
0: Or a Mothman.
1: Or a Mothman. Right. And uh, we had two stories from two different guys um, about the same area. hmm And um, so, yeah, these people were like, you can come out and sit in our field. We're good with that. And so we did. It was summer but it wasn't
0: it wasn't like bug ridden and no. it wasn't super hot as a matter no. of fact i think i remember wearing a jacket that night yeah so, so it, it might have been late, late summer, summer early fall yeah could have been
1: yeah um and so yeah you and bob went and put up trail cams all along the back forestry of forestry right. around this field
0: right facing back towards the field at the edge of the tree line
1: sherry and i set up camp Kind of in the middle of the field. We just know. sat in the middle of this field. We had our table set up. And we had and our we table had set up. With our equipment so that we could get to it quickly. Um, you and Bobby walked the line, the fence line, uh, the tree line. Right. For a long time. Yep. Sherry and I set up at camp for a while. Then you guys came back. I never had any interest in going over to the tree line. There were a lot of, um I don't know. It was creepy creepy feelings and I'm okay with wood usually it doesn't bother me the woods don't usually bother me so I just stayed in the field and again some weird things happened
0: yes so and I'll um, actually I'll, I'll post some of those EVPs or whatever the hell they are because we don't know what they are We were all sitting around, and I went to go to the tailgate to pick up some equipment or change a battery, or I don't remember what I was doing. Um, But we're all just kind of shooting the shit back and forth and giggling, and, and Chris says, Shh, do you hear that? And we're like, what, 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 what? Shh, do you hear that? What, 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 what?
1: It sounds like a growl.
0: Well, interestingly enough, we got audio of that growl. We did. <laughs> what was that noise?
1: What noise? It sounded like a growl. What? Because <laughs> no, of the growl. That's just me sitting in this chair. There was a thump. In That's what it's kind of like.
0: went over and out the camera it was off It is creepy. It is creepy and we're not sure what to think about it, but it I don't know. I agree with you. I think it sounds kind of cat-like.
1: It sounds very cat-ish to me. Um, some sort of a bobcat or something.
0: I don't know it was a big cat, whatever there's it was panting. Yes, there's
1: definite panting. There's definite growling. And it was definitely close to us. Oh, it was like way within closer steps. than we should have been to anything like that. Absolutely, but we never saw anything. Nope. And but it, the
0: grass was like chest high on me.
1: It was. We were out in the field. Right. And so, that was a kind of scary. <laughs> that was kind of scary.
0: Okay, the next thing we're going to cover is one of my all-time favorites, Dwarf Road. Dwarf
1: Road. Paul, Paul Ford, we love love our Paul. Paul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I, I am a special effects artist or that's been my career for the last 20 some odd years. I work in film, I work in commercial, I do live work, I do theater work, I do it all and um i filmed a movie called the albino farm and i think that they've since changed the name of it although i don't know what the name is but the albino farm was based it was a horror movie and it was based on a real place in springfield missouri uh where back in the day all of the the rejects the societal rejects were sent and they interbred and and had monsters and that was the local lore well these writers decided to create a horror film out of that and they invited me to be their special effects artist so we traveled down to Springfield and Warrensburg and we shot all over Missouri one of the places we we shot was on a road outside of Warrensburg Missouri and um, I get a phone call oh golly many many months after we wrapped on production yes and it was one of the producers he called me and he said hey i know you're into all that paranormal stuff and i have something i want you to look at so he sent me this image and this image was a it was one frame of the film And we had Paul Ford, who was, in the movie, he was a dwarf. Well, he's a little person. But in the movie, he was one of the dwarfs, you know, from the local albino farm. And the kids almost hit him in a car because he's scraping roadkill off the middle of the street. Well, this one frame freaked the editors out because it had an anomaly in it that looked like a face.
1: A giant face surrounding Paul Mm -hmm. in the middle of the road. Right so he
0: sent it to me and we analyzed it and it I have no idea the editors had no idea it freaked them out and creeped them out they did pull that frame from the movie so it's not in the movie but I have that frame and actually I have a video up a couple of videos up on dwarf road where you can see the whole thing including our investigation there so we decided that we were going to Dwarf Road, and we were going to do our first investigation of a stretch of road.
1: <laughs> yes, a stretch of road.
0: <laughs> so we learned a lot that night, <laughs> like bugs really dig UV light. Yes, they do. If you're outside doing an investigation, dispense with the UV lights, yes. otherwise you're going to have more bugs than light.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. They come across really cool when you look at them, you know, <laughs> as pictures and right. stuff. But, yeah, it, it hindered some of our investigation. a Little bit. Little bit. But yeah. what we did ultimately get in the end was... Incredible. It was incredible, and it really... The contrast between what we were getting through the bugs and yeah. ambient light. Right. Um, this thing showed up, and it was undeniable. right.
0: Right, from two different cameras, two different camera angles. Yes,
1: so that was a good thing.
0: Right. Oh, that was (laughs) such a fun thing. Poor Paul. (laughs) I felt so bad at him. You know, going back, I just refreshed myself on all that video here recently. Yeah. Going back and watching him, and he's like, here I am, in the dark, (laughs) in the middle of the night. Hold me, Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah so funny oh and the bugs oh my god the bugs were intense so what we did manage to get and again you can go look at the video Um, i'll put a link in the description so you can go check it out what we did get um was two different one video and one photograph of somebody super short dressed in some kind of a robe or a gown or something dark dark very dark and it was about, what would you say, 50 yards down the road from us? 50
1: yards down the road by the little bridge. Right, it was and hanging we had, out by the little bridge.
0: Right, it was hanging out by the little bridge, which is where we also put one of our safety cones. Yes. Which is how we saw him. Yes,
1: because it's right beside our safety cone.
0: Now, from Sherry's camera angle, which was the still camera, mm-hmm. you can't see the cone reflection at all. Right because of this figure standing there. Right. For my camera angle, which is just off to her left slightly, mm-hmm. you can see the cone reflection, mm-hmm. and standing right next to it is this small figure. Yes,
1: yes, it was very cool. It was very cool, that and, was one and, of my favorites. And we don't know if it was the figure that created the face in this photograph from the production company or not. Right. Um, it kind of tied in together, it was the same stretch of road, it was something that could have been about the right size.
0: It was really even only a few feet away from where the original image was taken. Okay. Yeah So it was right there it was we don't know what it was we but don't. it was cool
1: As as with a lot of our investigations and things that we come up we can't say Definitively what anything is right that that is part of being paranormal
0: Right, right, right. All right. So the next topic that I really want to go over with you because you're so freaking talented with this is EVPs. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, EVPs are also known as electronic voice phenomenon and basically what happens is while you are recording and it can be the audio on a video recorder or it can be the audio on an audio recorder you will find voices and whistles and machinery and animals and music and all kinds of different things that you didn't hear while you were recording but they're certainly there when you go back to review yes now some of the evps that we've gotten over the years are i mean wow
1: they are incredible they
0: are they are. They're beyond most of everything that I hear out there. Now. So
1: much so, we were so impressed by them that we, at one point, were really trying to figure out how to get a network of everybody's EVPs. You know, to have a have a central database. You know, that's a good idea. We talked about it for a long time, but you know,
0: kind of fell through.
1: It it did. I mean, EVPs can be. Much like a picture can be manipulated. Yeah, it's a digital age. Um, yeah, and we were doing this just at the beginning of all of this digital wonder, wondrous stuff. Well, we used to do it
0: back in the day when you used a <laughs> a, a like a cassette we tape did a recorder. Cassette
1: tape recordings, yes. Back in the day, we did. <laughs> and the
0: cheesier the recorder, and
1: Polaroid cameras,
0: and Polaroid cameras. The cheesier the recorder, the better the EVPs. Don't know why, but that goes with digital or with tape, either one. It's
1: true. It is true. So, yeah, we we did get um, a lot of really good EVPs over the course of that time. Um, and you can listen to them through Show Me Ghost West mm-hmm. on YouTube or through. I have some of them up on the rabbit, rabbit Hole, hole Club.
0: Club. Yep, sure do. I know we don't
1: have all of them and we don't have a website anymore, which. We did at one point that had almost all of them on there yeah Um, and at some point we'll probably get that back up and running it's just not right now right we've all got other things going on yep Um, but yeah I think that a national database of EVPs would be kind of cool that would be Um, really cool we've just gotten so many great ones with EVPs and pictures but EVPs especially you can be fooled yes (laughs) things that you do not know are happening.
0: I know where you're going with this one.
1: (laughs) We have to check ourselves every once in a while and we have to laugh at ourselves when we are convinced that we have this wonderful EVP. In German. In German. (laughs) Only to find out that it was one of a guest that we had with us at the time mumbling behind us and, and we didn't know you know you learn real quick what you can or what you should and shouldn't do on a true paranormal investigation and usually having more than four people there is going to be a problem well when that's, it comes one, to EVPs.
0: that's one of the reasons that one of the reasons that we never took anybody extra with us right. and we always bulked whenever the property owner wanted to stick around
1: right Right.
0: You know, one, it's dangerous. It is. I don't want to take responsibility for that. Right. You know, something should happen. Uh, You know, you don't have to believe in possession. You don't have to believe in spirits. But let me tell you what, we've had to clean up those messes before. Yes. And they're no fun for anybody. That's right. So, you know, you don't want anybody getting hurt, which is also a possibility. You don't want to assume that liability. Exactly. And then you have... The contamination of extra people when you're trying to get pristine information and um, an especially
1: EVPs, right? You have no film to back you up. This is just a voice recording,
0: right? Right. That's right. So yeah, um, the German was, that was really, really funny. We did an
1: investigation, and we thought we had a really, really good EVP. That was in German. And That was in German. And we thought, hey, you know, this is great because people are always saying, why are ghosts always talking in English? They don't. (laughs) And and we thought they don't. We have a German EVP here. And um, we even went to the point to get someone who speaks German, and they laid it out, and they said, yes and this is what they're saying and we were all excited and we were getting ready to publish
0: and then we found out that it was one of our guests there you go Come on, wait it's cold down there bob
1: one of our guests the uh one of the gals that actually had us come investigate yes and she wanted to be there for part of it and her daughter was listening to it and her daughter said that's my mother's voice and she's mumbling something. Hang on, let me listen again. And she goes, "That's my mom." And she's saying, "Da da 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 da." And then mom had
0: to come back and say, "Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was."
1: And we were so <laughs> disappointed because we really thought, "Hey, we've got an EVP that's not in English." <laughs> right, right, right,
0: right, right.
1: So those are some of the pitfalls. Um, well, on like EVPs. that,
0: like the UFO that uh, the Halloween UFO. That was so hilarious. We were all getting ready to leave to go out trick-or-treating with the kids one night. Yeah. And I hear everybody buzzing outside. And I am grab my camera and head outside. And there are some very strange lights in the sky. Yes. So I'm filming this, filming this it's after dark there's really cool lights the kids are all freaked out i'm really excited everybody's
1: singing it and then i
0: hear the engines of these planes flying in formation yes oh it was the halloween monday night chiefs game yes it was which you can see that debunk video (laughs) also on the rabbit hole club so go check it out (laughs) <laughs> the, <world's>, uh, <laughs> the, <world's coming> <laughs> the game just started yep the yep. game just started uh, oh, wait, I'm I'm shaking. Shaking. <laughs> that was wild back from- All right, and- we,
1: we did spend some time um, in the debunk area when we were doing this a lot um, yeah? my husband and I did uh, a video on orbs um, and mist and you know just fog and fog, snow, and, we and were, rain, right? And we just went out in all of these different elements and videotaped like we were videotaping in an investigation mm-hmm. with IR and mm-hmm. all of that. And so we were able, it was good for ourselves to learn okay, this is what <clears throat> that looks raindrops like. Raindrops does, this right. is what, yeah, this is what that looks like. And
0: um, glitter, we did glitter and did. baby powder and sawdust, all kinds
1: of stuff. Mm hmm. And we did put together a little uh, video on that. And yes, we, we got did. a lot of people saying that was really very helpful. Because yes. a lot of people, especially when they're investigating, they want something so badly that, you know, I got an orb, I got an orb. And, it's a know, squatch. <laughs> very squatchy. Very squatchy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you always have to think about what it is and what it isn't.
0: Right because we know from personal experience throughout our entire lives both together and individually that this stuff's real stuff's real but that doesn't mean that it's all this stuff that's right (laughs) (laughs) Yes. okay so I also wanted to talk about the old high school in jail
1: yes okay
0: because some of the very best EVPs I've ever heard in my life actually came from that high school in jail Yes. and yes it was once a high school and also a jail
1: temporarily
0: right it was a temporary jail while they were building, building the, the new, new police station yes. right but
1: it wasn't a it, high school at the same time
0: right <laughs> but it was both inside of this building yes. and we got uh your first visit out there oh my god the the evps are incredible there
1: you got that one this huh? one and the other one still downstairs and, we just and had the three of them we we'll just had the three of them. Yeah. This was again, uh, the local police department contacted us and said, um, strange things are happening out at the old high school, which is a community building. Mm-hmm. Um, would you guys like to come out and investigate this? Of course we would. And as we get in there, he's telling us a little bit of history for himself, Um, history for some of his jailers that have had to go to into this building to get files or something that they're storing in this mm-hmm. wing um, and he just wanted us to come out and say hey, please tell me i'm not crazy you know
0: he wasn't crazy he was
1: not and i have to <laughs> tell you i loved this investigation one because my grandma went to school there right okay my grandma was born in like 1906 or 8 or something, and like she that. went to school. She went there. to school there. It's an old school. It's an old, big, old, beautiful
0: brick brick yep
1: schoolhouse. And I could just see her walking, walking those these halls. halls, and it was a nostalgia for me. And so I really enjoyed that. And then the great EVPs we got out of it.
0: Well, there were some EVPs down in the the jail cell was down. Jail cells were down in the basement. And we got some incredible on both visits yes the first visit they set up um, just a stationary voice recorder in the basement while they were up in the rest of the school and this is a huge building they were up in the rest of the school doing some investigative stuff so they set this uh, voice recorder up in the basement and while they were gone they have a very clear EVP of a man saying get out loud out yep
1: get out yep
0: but the next time we there was were only there three
1: of us on that investigation that's too, right we were all together uh-huh
0: upstairs upstairs way away the from the gym
1: there. way away from this area
0: yep yep floors away so
1: then we were like we have to get the team here
0: right and that's when well and you also had those full-on conversation evps oh, yes the one where the guy was like, you, you're saying, are you here? Do you know what the date is? It's 2008. It's September. And there's this long pause and you hear this man say, Jesus, 2008, 2008, eight. And it's like, oh my god, that was that well there you go then. How yeah. long you been here?
1: My name is Chris. I've lived in Butler for about ten years. The year is two thousand and eight. It's September.
0: And then there was the old teacher that we were actually able to find.
1: Find In one of my grandma's yearbooks. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that was cool. And this
0: woman had a full on EVP conversation with you that you couldn't hear at the time. You didn't know what she was responding with but she was telling you to get out of butler soon mm-hmm. remember i remember i live in butler i have about five years and she's like get out soon she did. and then you asked her what her name was and she said her name was mrs mrs ella white yes and then we found her, we found her. she was a teacher mm-hmm. there
1: what's your name you are? Have you tried to communicate with people before? Do you want us just to leave? Why is she still there? I have no idea. Poor lady.
0: But, you know, the next time we went back and we had the whole team with us and we set up that voice recorder down in the basement and then left. What did he say then? He didn't say, get out. What did he say? Help me out.
1: Help me out. Help me out. Yes. And one of the reasons why we were asked to go in there because of the paranormal stuff, is that there had been a man that committed suicide in the cell.
0: He hung himself. He
1: did. And this was a temporary situation for the officers, and they felt very bad that this had happened. They, they thought that they had everything secured the way it needed to be, and it, it was a bad situation.
0: Right, and so he's still there.
1: And he's not happy about it. The one I love there, um, and I can't remember if it was the first or second investigation, but there was a piano, an old piano up on the
0: third floor, floor,
1: way up there. And we had gone up there. I said, here's an old piano. And, you know, um, I tinkled the two two keys at the end, like Bill Murray does in Ghostbusters. And I even joked, you know, yes, they hate this. We laughed, and we and we left. We went to a different area, and then my husband had a parabolic dish. Right. So he's really listening intently to everything, and he said, "I hear music." Yep. And I I hear music, and so well, where's it coming from? And he's like, "I don't know, but it sounds like an old timey piano playing." And so of course the team we go to the piano it's all nothing's there it's all in the same place Mm -hmm. but during the review we got the piano playing
0: right and a little old timey piano playing and there's a little voice singing with
1: it it was just amazing really a truly amazing place. Yep. And it's still, like I said, a community center and people are in and out of there all the time. Yep. Um, interesting.
0: We haven't had a chance to go back.
1: No, we haven't. But again, that's another place that we have have an open invitation to. Right.
0: And then we have the Cease Building. Yes. The Cease Building that is no longer there because...
1: It fell it in. It fell in. <laughs> the Cease Building... Um, in this town, was one of the oldest buildings on the town square. At one time, it had been yes in Butler. One time, it had been uh, the Sears building. Uh, my grandma told me it used to be a roller skating rink upstairs. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, she remembers as a kid coming into town and and roller skating up there. Wow! Um, it'd been there a really long time. Uh, when we started investigating there, the lower half of it was a Mexican restaurant and the upper half of it had been turned into a commercial haunted house for the Elks Lodge mm-hmm. and it was a very successful haunted house mm-hmm. for us you know a small town um, but we were able to get in there and of course the off season, we went in there several times oh yeah we were
0: there testing equipment
1: testing equipment <laughs> that was our testing equipment ground for sure it was a great place um, One of the funnier things that I remember about you and I investigating in there is it's set up like a haunted house. It is. And we are, I don't know if this is December or something. It's cold. Oh, yeah. And, but you can't see your breath. Not that cold. But we're in there investigating and we decide we're just going to walk the line of the haunted house, how the people would go through. How it's laid out, yep. And so Bobby's ahead and Jason's ahead and... You're in front of me and I'm bringing up the rear. No, no, opposite I w- that. Yep, you were bringing, bringing up, bringing the, up rear. the rear. And we go past this one corridor that is extremely dark, very dark. And all I fear, Phil, is your fist in my back pushing me. <laughs> time to go. Time to go. It's time to go past this and I looked over in this darkness, you know, and it was like, "Yes, it's time to go. There was something there. There was something there. Was there was something there. And we found out later that whatever was there um, just had a sense of humor. Oh, yeah.
0: The bird.
1: Oh, just loved to jack with us. I mean, just had a great sense of humor. Yep. There was a lot of um, smoke, uh, cigar smoke or pipe smoke.
0: Yeah, it was pipe smoke.
1: That we could smell that, you know. Nobody pu- been smoking a pipe up there. Well, no, know? and it was
0: 2 o'clock in the morning. There <laughs> yeah. was nobody, there was nobody at, anywhere, anywhere in the building. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Little sounds, but the thing that affected me the most was the eyeball incident, I guess I'll call that it. That was
0: so weird.
1: So when I was 18, I had inocular surgery because I had cataracts. So they removed the original lens of my eye and they put in a manufactured lens and ultimately I had both of them done. So by the time we do this investigation both of these are done and it's been 20 years but
0: you've had them both done years apart. Yes right 10 years
1: apart right So the lenses are different actually right you know and when I go to look out one it might be a little more bluer than the other one but and people have told me all my adult life that in certain sunlight they can see them. Oh I can see they'll they'll glint or something, mm-hmm. gleam or something, you yep. know. So we're in the dark, where it's two o'clock in the morning, we're just sitting there or standing, I don't know what we were doing. It, we was, were cold. Standing and it, it was cold. I remember being cold. And all of a sudden my eyes start to fog up.
0: Your lens.
1: My my lens on my eyes start to I just can't see anything out of it. Now, this has never, ever, ever happened. Right. Okay? Right. (laughs) Never. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, I felt a pressure on my eyeball. Like some dude had stuck his finger on on my eyeball. (laughs) And then I remember, like, pulling my head back and blinking, going, what? Oh. And it started to clear up and the fog went away and I could see perfectly and I was like hey guys this weird thing just happened to me
0: that happened twice that night and
1: about that time I remember Jason saying and I smell pipe smoke again and it was like okay this guy's messing with us and he's caught on that there's something not quite right about my eyes about my eyes (laughs) freaky he did that to me one more time
0: wow yeah beyond the two that night
1: no okay
0: just that okay yeah yeah, because we were walking through the maze yes and it was dark 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 yes you were in front of me
1: and everything went whoa you
0: stopped in the middle of the hallway
1: whoa it's happening again (laughs) yeah and then it was just like poke (laughs) and back off and it was the same eye it was the same he poked the same eye So, So. a lot
0: of these adventures are on a feature length investigation video that we did uh, on Show Me Ghost West website. And uh, if you want to check them out firsthand, I will put a link in the description. This one is, uh, and like I said, it's a feature length, it's like an hour and a half long. It's got several different segments, several different investigations, a whole lot of really cool history. Uh, And it's called You're Not Crazy. A paranormal journal and that's through show me ghosts West website again I'll post the link in the description for you well unless you can think of anything else that you want to talk about I think that we've covered a lot of base week. we
1: have in a very short period of time
0: yeah that's my show for this week special thanks to my amazing family for getting this project off the ground and indulging me down this crazy rabbit hole Next week, I'll have my dear friend and theater compadre Jennifer Carroll as my guest. We'll be talking about haunted theaters and all the superstitions surrounding them. It'll be a fun and interesting show. Don't miss it. Thanks for listening and keep it surreal.